Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, so you're telling me Mike Glennon wasn't the best chance to win. Who would have thought? This game could not end soon enough. It was one of the longest Sundays I've had in my life. After this game, I went to turn on Sunday Night Football, and then I realized it was 4 o'clock. The Jacksonville Jaguars embarrassingly lose to the Tennessee Titans 31-10, and it honestly could have been way worse if Mike Vrabel decided to run up the score instead of putting in his backups, and honestly, that might be just as bad. The Jaguars started this game like they usually do, stringing together a couple plays and then just falling flat on their ass. After driving at the field goal range, Kicker Aldrich Rojas, Charlie Browns it, then falls flat on his ass after missing a kick. The most Jaguar kick of all season. The best part was we cut our previous kicker and upgraded him off the practice squad. And he gives us that shit? I can't blame him that much for slipping. Whenever Shad Khan fired Dave Caldwell, apparently he fired the guy who's in charge of the field and just forgot to replace him. Everyone was slipping out there everywhere. The field was all torn up and ripped up. Kind of looked like a pair of jeans from H&M. That first drive and that missed field goal was literally all the Jaguars could do for the first half. Mike Glennon looked awful. He never looked comfortable. He was missing wide receivers left and right. The Titans' plan when they came in was to stop James Robinson and put the ball in Mike Glennon's hands to beat them. And that's going to work 100% of the time because it's Mike Glennon. Before the first half ended, the Jaguars fans were screaming for the stash to go in, and even the guy who pumps in crowd noise was pumping in some booze in there. But Doug Marone put in his noise-canceling AirPods to drown out the noise. That was until Mike Glennon threw an awful interception, and he was already wearing sunglasses, and he's like, fuck, I have no other choice but to put in Minshew. And that he did. The stash came in, but it wasn't fully grown. It was honestly more of a stubble than anything. On his first drive, Minshew actually led the Jacksonville Jaguars down the field and scored a touchdown to Keelan Cole. Using his mobilities, using some of that escapability to make plays with his feet and find open receivers, he provided a spark, but ultimately couldn't catch a fire. All the drives stalled in the red zone, and he wasn't able to put up any more points. And all the Jaguars fans who are not sold on Gardner Minshew being the franchise QB, after that game, they felt a lot more confident in their opinion of that. One positive, and it's usually the only positive of the offense, was James Robinson. He reached 1,000 yards during the season, and we're at fourth game left of the season. Honestly, I just want to watch him eat, figuratively and literally. And honestly, he would probably have another 1,000 yards during the season if it wasn't for all those penalties taking back his big plays. Other than the tank, he's been the only thing for Jaguars fans to root for this season. He's been the only pride, really, this season. I just want to watch him continue putting up a great rookie season. So for the remaining four games... Let's not do too much and just run James Robinson. Now let's talk about the defense. Thank you all for trying. And I want to send all my condolences to those who try to tackle Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry's second game against the Jaguars couldn't be more real. The Jaguars' defense started off the game getting mossed by A.J. Brown in the end zone. So that's always fun. The Titans were just in complete control of this game. They were picking their spots, being aggressive what they wanted. And rightfully so because it was literally all working. One of the most embarrassing things I've seen in a long time on a football field was the 9-second drive the Titans' offense put out to close out the first half. The Titans went from their own 37 to the Jaguars' 35 in two plays. Two fucking plays. And to make things worse, they did it in 9 seconds. 
I don't even think I could do that in Madden. That was super embarrassing. And it was basically the same stuff as always. Getting blown off the line of scrimmage. Everybody out of their running gap assignments. And everyone just not giving a shit about contain. How many times do we have to watch Andrew Wingard just fly across the screen chasing a running back while the quarterback still has the ball in his hands? Speaking of Andrew Wingard, on the first Derrick Henry run when he broke through the line of scrimmage and he was one-on-one with Wingard, he made a business decision. He didn't want to go near Derrick Henry on that play. He did his best to social distance. And honestly, I don't blame him at all. I would have done the same thing if I were him. Derrick Henry put up over 200 yards with ease and the Jaguars never had an answer for him. Even in the garbage time when they put in their backups, their backup got stuffed. They put in Derrick Henry for one play and he just ripped off a chunk like whatever. The Jaguars defense as of late was starting to gel. They're starting to put pressure on the quarterback, make some plays on defense, create some turnovers. But for this performance, Unfortunately, it was back to the Todd Wash special. Honestly, though, I'll give him credit for committing two turnovers to keeping the offense in the game in the first half, but obviously the offense couldn't capitalize on that, and then it just went downhill from there. Before I end this podcast, I got a bone to pick with you, Doug Marone. Before the game, reports came out saying that Doug Marone could possibly be retained as the Jaguars head coach next year. Whoever came out with this rumor and reported this needs to get punted across the St. John's River. Do you really want a head coach who thinks a giraffe is our best chance to win a game? Do you really want a head coach who retains Todd Wash as a defensive coordinator when he should have been fired two years ago? Do you really want a head coach who wears thong sandals with jeans? Look, you can make a case for Doug Marone to stay. He took a good roster to the AFC Championship game with a bad quarterback. He discovered James Robinson. Well, that's about it. And if our new GM interviews candidates and feels like Doug Marone should be worthy of sticking around, I wouldn't like it at all, but it is what it is. I would assume that GM would know more about football than I do, but I honestly think the Jaguars need a complete fresh start. I think they need to let go of any remaining parts of the Caldwell era, including the water boys, whatever it is, get them all out of the office, get them all out of the stadium. We need to start fresh for Jaguars fans to finally feel some hope for the future. Thank you all for watching. Let me know what you thought of the game down below. Let me know what you think of Doug Marone. Do you think he should be our coach next year? Or do you think we should give somebody else a chance? Thank you for all those who have subscribed. Your support means a lot to me. Don't forget to hit the like button. And I'll see you all for next week's preview. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.